Thanks for listening to the show. Join us online at playvolutionhq.com and learn how to support the show at explorationsearlylearning.com slash support. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now, here's Heather and Jeff. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here on the phone with Heather Shoemaker. Hello. Welcome back. Hey, it's nice to be back. We haven't recorded for a long time. I had to go to Australia, and that was great. And I'm, I'm glad to be back with my own pillow and my own bed and my, and my dog who didn't miss me as much as I had hoped she would. Um, hmm. uh, so we were talking about topics, Heather, and I, I came up with one the other day. It was, uh, it was granddaughter Rowan's uh, sixth birthday, and uh, uh, we made the, uh, did the uh, four-and-a-half-hour drive to her house, hung out for a number of hours, and the four-and-a-half-hour drive home all in one day just because I get to get home and do other stuff. And part of our time together was going to a <sighs> dance recital. That was a big sigh. Um, never been to one. Uh, I've I've actually tried to organize my life around not having to go to things like that because I I don't know. And now that I've gone to one, I I like them even even less. Do you have any thoughts about dance recitals and putting kids up to perform and those kind of things, Heather? Because um, I don't want to get too down on it. I'm sure there are lots of positive things, and and you're always upbeat and chipper about those kind of things. So so maybe you can turn maybe you can turn <laughs> well, me around. I've gone to lots of dance recitals, not myself as a kid, but both my boys have been dancers. Um, so it's not just the realm of girls, but oh no, you know, no, no, there were there are there are plenty of boys involved in this. Um, I'm just hoping you can bring me around on this and, and, and get me out of my well, negative Jeff kind of mindset about I this. Think, I think that the topic brings up lots of different issues. And so one, I mean, just to throw some out there, and then I'd love to hear why, why you're <laughs> I'm so miserable. I'm sure there's really, really good stuff to talk about there. So one thing with, the, when, when you mentioned dance recital, first I think about, overscheduled kids, uh-huh. then I think about how young they are, because sometimes they, if people have their two and three, and so you're, you know, tiny kids up there, whether it's dance or, or music or sports or anything. Um, so the age of the kid makes a lot of difference. Then there's um, the style of the program, because some are very playful. Um, in fact, I did a music program with my kids, because my oldest one was just crazy about music and um and the the person the program we did was called music together and they explained it as it's like syc with music and syc is the name of my childhood preschool that all my books are based on so mm-hmm. i thought oh if that's the, the style and the atmosphere then it's going to be fine <laughs> so it's sort of the the um, the style of the place, one dance center to another, can be like different planetary experiences. So there's that, and then there's the um, the costumes and the possible makeup and eyelash <laughs> putter honors <laughs> that some places will do and kind of do beauty contests with 
very young children instead of, say, waiting till they're older or not doing it at all. Uh, so there's lots of different, um, and then there's, you know, I mentioned the boys and the girls. If you're taking a activity, dance or anything else, mm-hmm. um, often kids will either self-segregate or the parents will segregate them according to this is something girls do, this is something boys do. So yeah. when you mention dance, that can come into it as well. Yeah, um, yeah. So what were you thinking sitting there in your seat watching your adorable granddaughter? Okay, well, first we had to stop playing in her backyard with the uh, the birthday present I got her, which we'll talk about in another episode, so she could go in and get her hair fixed. And then she had to take off early with her mama to get to the recital, which, I mean, that's a thing. And then we had to get over there, and it's in the, it's it's this I, I I could not pick a nicer small town for them to live in as far as as far as I've seen. But it's in the high school gym, and we get there and it is it is packed. Uh, they got well, I mean half packed. They've got one side of bleachers down in the big high school gymnasium, you know. And it, I mean that whole side of the bleachers is is full. They're charging like eight bucks a head for adults and six bucks for kids to get in. And so I'm thinking I I, I got to go to this thing that I, I'd rather be outside. It's this beautiful, beautiful spring day in Minnesota, and and so I'm I'm grouchy right away. And then we get inside, and 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 whoever's talking on the uh, the. Uh, Intercom, they've got the background music playing, you know, getting set because we get there right about start time. And, and, uh, and it's, uh, it's like 12 year old music. I mean, like this mod, this pop, I mean, it's the stuff that they play on the radio, but it's played through gymnasium speakers and it just, it's, it's played too loud and the speakers aren't good. And so, uh, and then the kids, some of the kids are too, I mean, they can't, they can't, they shouldn't, it's too young. And a lot of the things you touched on and, uh, okay, here's where I get to be a jerk. There were kids and the performance. If if I'm gonna go spend a, a Sunday afternoon um, in a school gymnasium, I, I I want somebody to get cut from the team, from the competition squad. I want there to be tryouts, and I want the the best fifty percent performing because that's that 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 puts on a good show. And I think kids learn something from that. Am I a jerk for thinking that? Well. Depending on the age group, again. Ah, uh, so this was if you're, if this you're was uh, with four-year-olds. I wouldn't be cutting them. Uh, this was uh, kids ten and up that I was I was thinking this about. Well, it depends <laughs> what your whole purpose is. So my whole my whole purpose is no, for me to be. <laughs> <laughs> my whole purpose, purpose is for me to be entertained. Yes, if someone's going to a performance, that's one thing. Usually things that have to do with children, the audience is adoring parents and grandparents. And so they will pay the big ticket money to see whatever the kids do and think it's adorable. Um, I've been to a lot of music concerts where the music is pretty bad or I have to cover my ears or things like that. Um, But it depends if you're going, if you think of yourself as a paying ticket holder who wants to be entertained then, yeah, life should give you a good show. But if you're going to support children that you care about who are trying something out, then quality might be all over the place. Oh, man, so I am a jerk. Well, you think you were being a little bit too much missing that nice sunny spring day. Depends what you were there for. Uh, I was there to spend time with my granddaughter, and we weren't. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, and then, and then the... Uh, 
the the choreography and the makeup and the costumes. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't like to think of myself as a prude. Maybe I am, but dressing up little girls and even not so little girls in super short skirts with the eye makeup and the lipstick and the and the uh I don't know there was there's a lot more pelvic thrusting than I I I was expecting or or interested in seeing uh, am I a jerk for those things I think a lot of people share those thoughts and I think a lot of it especially if you're talking about dance um, dance shows, it's going to depend a lot on the dance program that, that the kids are part of because they're the ones that do the choreography mm-hmm. and choose the music for the kids to dance to, and they're the ones that set policies and guidelines for the costumes and, and makeup. So the studio that my kids danced at for a number of years, they made it very clear that no makeup whatsoever mm-hmm. for young children, and I, you know, I'm not sure how old, but High school kids, they could do it, and maybe around 12 or 13 they could if they wanted to. Yeah, yeah. But little ones, it was against the law, and they were preserving, and they had costumes that fit a young kid, um, and they didn't go crazy on costumes because a lot of these places, if you're talking about expense, then the kids are expected to have $100. Yeah, it gets really easy. Costumes that they never wear again. Yeah, real easy for Versus kids to get priced what we out. Did is just um, dip into a box that had a few things, you mm-hmm. know, that they use every year, and that's what you wear. Yeah, and and well, this is going on. The uh, apparently the uh, d- instructor was retiring, so this is like her last recital, and and I'm sitting there uh, growling at her this whole time because of of the uh, six year olds wearing lipstick and this kind of stuff, and and but the whole community loves her, and a lot of the kids that are in the dance squad, they they were um, the classes, they their moms and dads, some of their dads took classes from this lady before, and and so it's this whole community thing, and so I'm sitting there and really not enjoying it, except. Grandbaby, she was delightful, um, and 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 then feeling like a real jerk for for being so grouchy in this beautiful small town kind of community thing because it, it it truly was, but but those I don't know. Um, well, you're getting at another thing which has to do with kids will respond to people that that really bring out. Um, joy and the best in them. So maybe this is a beloved, maybe she is a beloved teacher. She's really good with the kids. Maybe you as an audience member didn't love it. But there's a lot of places where the the adult leading it isn't such a charismatic figure. Then you kind of wonder, well, why are we we doing this class? I think one of your more compelling grumbles (laughs) is the one about... Compelling grumbles. That'd be a great new podcast. Telling grumbles is the um, it, anything like this, whether it's the lesson itself or the performance, the recital, it it interrupts time that can be spent on other things. Yeah. Now, of course, you know you were outside, you were doing something that was fascinating. Your granddaughter, you were um, outside together. It's a beautiful spring day, and then you have to stop because the clock of time says now we must get ready. Now we must get in the car. Now we must stop being dirty in the mud mm-hmm. now we must get into clean clothes now we so it's it's that aspect which really can chew up quite a bit of an afternoon or a morning yeah yeah and uh, I, th- I think that's because, probably you know getting the kids washed dressed you know, in the car all those things take up time even if 
the dance recital itself is pretty short, it can end up taking most of an afternoon away. Yeah, yeah, and so I think all the all the dance always have to balance. All the, all the lessons that lead up to that recital, all the, the however many nights a week and, and that kind of stuff are part of it, too. And I, I think, you know, there's, I mean, she's a performer. She's, she likes people looking at her and listening to her. I don't know where she gets it, but uh, she has it. And, and so, I mean, she's enjoying it. Now, those are the grumbles. Now, the good stuff is they, they, they let the parents and families of the younger kids, they were kind of at the, they front-loaded them in the, uh, in the performances and, and about uh, halfway through, there was a little intermission, and those people could break for the exit if they wanted to, and, and that was great. So um, we were in the gymnasium for 45 minutes instead of 90 minutes, and, and that was kind of nice. Um, the, uh, we, we, we ran some errands and stopped at the, uh, the Dairy Queen on our way back to her house. And there were, by this time, the recital is just getting over. And of course, the, the whole town is coming to Dairy Queen. And that's nice because Rowan meets people that say, hey, I just saw you dance and you did a, you, you, you did a great job and, and her face lights up. And, and these are people that live in her community. And, and we saw the same thing three hours later when we go out for dinner. There's, there's that, that community bit about this performance. And, and I dig all of that. Um, that, that sense of community, that sense of belonging someplace is, is I guess, part of this whole thing, too. Um, the dance community, is that a thing? <laughs> I'm, there can be a community out of nearly anything. Yeah. So the most important thing that, that, that I pick up from all that is that, that Rowan herself wanted to do it. Yeah. Um, that is huge because, you know, if you're wondering how to balance life with your child and whether to schedule a lesson or not or add a new one onto the three that he already has mm -hmm. you know think about what's coming from the child and uh, you know most of them can wait a few years most of them you don't need to hurry into but if there's something a child really would like to try and it seems to be part of their current personality then give it a try um and and see what happens so if, if she likes to be on stage performing, um, you can always, of course, put her on the back deck and call it the stage. <laughs> yeah, come, come to <laughs> Papa's house. sometimes kids want a little more than that. And so it's all about um, uh, just not over overloading the schedule. Yeah. Just letting them try it and then maybe taking a break and not doing it for a while. Yeah, and realizing the things that they're interested in aren't always going to be the things that we as the adults in their lives are interested in. And sometimes we bite our lip and go to the recital. Um, can I gripe about one more thing? <laughs> I suppose, if it's compelling. Okay. Um, at the entry into the gymnasium, they're selling uh, flowers in different quantities and, and bundles. And, and I'm rolling my eyes because I know as soon as she's done and we meet her in the hallway, she's going to say, Papa, did you buy me flowers? And um, I'm going to say, no, I didn't because I think it's silly. And then I didn't and she did. And what's the whole, I, should I have? Um, being unexpected is always good, too, so if you do it once in a while, then that will get her even more surprised. Um, as far as dance communities, dance, uh, theater and dance tend to have flowers as what they do, and mm -hmm. it's partly how they earn money for their dance studios, etc. Every little place has oh. their own thing. Well, her Some groups, they do 
other kinds of fundraisers. But she she mostly needs you your support and love and being there is what's most important to her. Um, even though, of course, flowers are always nice. Yeah. Um, we I, had the opposite thing was uh, the boys weren't given flowers because they were supposed to be too manly, and they wanted the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> the, the dance teachers would give carnations out to all the little kids, you know, uh-huh. all the young ones, so that their parents didn't have to um, decide whether to get them any. So each child was given one carnation, and sometimes they'd give them to the boys, and sometimes they wouldn't because they were yeah, don't, you don't know what to... not like flowers. You yeah. Know? Well, her, her her grandma went and got her a flower, and I told her, hey, I grew a whole bunch in my yard. Come and visit. And uh, You have to be who you are, and I think kids <laughs> recognize that. They'll realize that you are different than grandma. Different. <laughs> different. <laughs> but also, um, you know, maybe you haven't been given enough flowers in your life because everybody likes getting flowers. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah. I guess that's, that's what the big problem is. Um, no, it was... I mean, other than the fact that the music was miserable and the uh, choreography is bad, and there were kids that shouldn't be in the show because they they couldn't uh, they they could uh, oh, it was uh, anyway there were some some that were really I mean they enjoyed it and it was a great thing and it's a beautiful community and I should quit whining. Um, and what's more important than the performance is what's happening during those weekly lessons leading up. Yeah. Because that's, that's when the power of personality of the, um, the dance instructor matters. Mm-hmm. And also if a kid isn't feeling like doing what the group thing is that moment, you know, how does the, the dance teacher deal with that? And how do you balance the group participation and the, you know, the getting ready for the recital? Everybody's going to do this one move somebody wants to do something else how do you deal with those feelings and that level of individualism versus the group when you're looking at child development so a lot of places dance studio for younger kids should really be about creative movement and not about particular yeah um, yeah movements and and skills I, 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 oh, there's another good thing. I didn't see, and I was watching. I mean, and this is this is kids four up to up to high school, senior high school age, and um, I didn't see any any of that. Um, I don't know what the correct term is for it, but I'm going to call it mean girl stuff. Um, everybody was supportive and and getting along and had each other's back, and 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 that was nice to see. And I got to say, a little bit unexpected because I don't always see that kind of thing when I'm around people. Of course, I don't go out around people very much, but, um, so, I mean, it was, it was really a dance community thing where we're all working together and, and that was, that was a good thing too. Sounds like a great community, um, center with one grumpy guy in the audience. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) That's exactly what it sounds like. (laughs) Uh, let's wrap this up. This has been another, uh, no, I, we can't quite wrap it up because there are okay. other recitals. Okay. And recitals, which tend to be um, ones that will put a kid on in the spotlight, like um, you know, music recitals and things where the kid has been practicing uh, their piano piece, and then they have to go up all by themselves up to the front and play in front of people. Uh-huh. Sometimes the dance, at least you have company. There's usually more than one of you up there at a time when you're little. So recitals can be very nerve-wracking. For yeah. Kids. You know, there can be lots of kids bursting into tears or, uh-huh. or so scared they don't even want to make the big walk up the aisle or, yeah. 
or then they start and they completely fail and mess up and then they burst into tears and all those sorts of things. So it can be very nerve-wracking. Yeah, and, um, and I... You I, know, I, kids don't have to do a recital at all, uh-huh. or they can try it and then see what happens. But the pressure, there's, there should be no pressure or expectation from the parents. Yeah. Just the fact of walking up there is a big deal. If they want to walk up there and walk back down and sit down in their seats and not play at all, that may be the biggest thing they can do at that moment. Yeah, and you ask how many of those um, parents, if they want to go stand in front of that, that big of a crowd. Um, and yeah, I mean, they're... just being in front of a crowd can be intimidating. So that community spirit you've been talking about is huge for that sort of thing because if the kids can feel that swell of support, it's going to be a lot easier. It's almost like having a bunch of friends or your stuffed animals, you know, cheering you on. Mm-hmm. But it can be very cold and dark and stern in some of these circumstances. It can really freak kids out and, you know, they'll pee their pants and they'll cry and they'll just try to do anything not to go. Yeah, that was, so that was just think me. Think about those emotions of what, what you're asking them to do and decide if it's right for your child to put them through that um, and, you know, focus on the feelings. Yeah, and and I, I got to say, I saw this. the uh, The senior, the high school, like junior and senior squad, wasn't really happy with the way they did their first number, and so uh, they they asked if they could do it again a little bit later in the performance, and they did it, and and uh, they they stuck it a little bit better than the first time, and so that kind of thing. That's that's yeah. I I can even. Wow, my, you went to a great show. Not yeah. Why am I? Why am I such a, a repeat like that? Why am I such a whiny <laughs> jerk? Uh. <laughs> Maybe you haven't been outside enough lately. Yeah, I need, so, I need to get out um, in public more. My very first recital experience that I remember, I insisted on playing piano because my older brother was doing it, and I wanted to do everything he was doing. So I was a lot younger than I was supposed to be starting piano lessons. I mm-hmm. think I was five, maybe six. And so my first recital, I was pretty little, and I toddled up to the front, and I sat down and um, completely messed up. I, I think I had my piece memorized and I forgot it or something like that. So I turned to the piano teacher's husband who was sitting on the bench next to me and I said, what do I do now? <laughs> and he said, start over. So I said, okay. <laughs> so, you know, just having that calm mindset or that community support, because these kids, they don't know. They just know that they're scared and they might mess up. And what do you do? Just like you're dancing, yeah. you give it another shot. Yeah. Whether it's a polished performance where you want everybody <laughs> to be high quality and the bad ones kicked out, or whether you say this is a learning experience for the kids. And if you want to sit in the audience, come. And if you don't, stay outside and pick the daisies. <laughs> Uh, Heather, thank you so much. I'm realizing now that I had a better time than I thought I did. And it's, it's all because of, uh, of the spin you helped me put on it. Um, this has been Renegade Rules, not Jeff Wines About Stuff. Um, yeah, it could be the same thing. We'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Shoemaker. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.